you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. 이대로 가면은 우리 영원히 밑바닥 인생이야. 세상이 미쳐 돌아가고 있는 거지. 야, 이게 사람 사는 세상인데. You still sound like you're in the toilet, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I'm I'm in here. Well, I, I actually have a thing about this um, this film. the The intro of this film. Um, look, I've just got to say this right now. Um, it is literally me and Michael. If I borrowed one of his t-shirts, <laughs> are you the fat one? <laughs> Yes, that must Michael, make you the you highly effeminate one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even said that. we haven't exactly. even said what the movie is yet. Sorry, what are we be talking about? <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> time to hunt. <laughs> time to hunt. A twenty. Uh, now I thought the rule was we don't pick movies that are too new for fear of spoiling them for people. Well, at this point, like we're we're down to slim pickings because we're all we can't get together and watch stuff that we've got on video. So we need to watch stuff that's on Netflix, and this is a Netflix thing. So if anyone wants to watch it, they can go watch it before they listen. Stop listening! Spoilers ahead. Go watch Time to Hunt or don't. You're not really missing much. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> Korean film Time to Hunt. Spoilers abound. So yes, well, we're going to be talking the spoilers. Well, technically, this was 2018. We got delayed. Yeah, it's actually a little bit of a um, controversy with its release, wasn't it? Because they were supposed to release in the theaters in February and then coronavirus took hold and they delayed it indefinitely. And that's when Netflix kind of swooped in and said, nah, we'll distribute it. But then somebody else had already said that somebody else was doing it. It's apparently like the distribution company has to compensate the foreign distributors of this film who would have had it showing in cinemas overseas whenever that would happen. So, oh. so that's how they resolved it. Then that, oh. that's why it's now you can now watch it overseas in on Netflix. Oh, okay. So Netflix just had to pay a lot of money, I guess. Some someone's paying somebody. <laughs> uh, Netflix has the cash. Let them do it. Yeah, I I read that. Um, what's it? Disney Plus has like fifty million subscribers, which apparently is only like a quarter of what Netflix has. Yeah, I'm not subscribed. That sounds about right. <laughs> I was, I was, and I cancelled it. And that—that's all got to do with Baby Yoda. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw that um, they started releasing episodes of The Mandalorian behind the scenes. It's a whole series of behind the scenes on The Mandalorian. Ooh. Oh, great! That's where DVD well, extras go now. Things, well, things I barely shows. used to watch in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it, so. Oh, watch out for the Criterion Collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so, so yeah. back to time to hunt. <laughs> All right, whose idea was this and why did they choose and it? And why didn't we go with Literally, initial D? That, that's the question everyone wants to know. Okay, so I think I might have to bear the blame for, for choosing this one. Uh, we, we were having a hard time deciding on something. It had to be on Netflix. 
And I knew I saw the trailer for this, and I knew it was new. And we don't watch a lot of Korean films, but usually when we do, they've been okay. So I thought, nah, let's give it a go. This is a really good, good film. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as a film. This is um, this gave me Judgment Night vibes from nineteen ninety six. I think it was. It sounds about right. Familiar Westerbeers. <laughs> Jeremy Piven. Ice Jeremy Steve. Piven. <laughs> Ice Cube. It's the yeah. sleaziest man. <laughs> yeah. So this is a 2020 South Korean dystopian action thriller. The dystopian is pretty light on, but uh, it, it, there's a little... Well, they didn't have... I, I don't think they had much of a budget. I think they just went to the like the one bad part of like Korea and just went, oh, let's just film quickly around here, throw up some shitty spray paint. <laughs> and some hip hop. Put up... Put up Put on some bad lights. And, and everybody wear Stussy. Stussy's paying for this. How can you tell Stussy? I was like, you can really pick it. The only thing I ever saw that was name brand was um, Oakland Raiders. And that was from the main guy. I couldn't tell uh, the name brands in this movie. Everybody was wearing clothes that were too big for them. I thought it just looks like one of those uh, sporting shops that everyone just nicks shit out of and then ends up wearing them all over the street. I just had that stupid sigh song in my head, you know, whoop it gangnam style. Do, do, do. do you think that though whenever you watch any Korean film? Yeah. It's the opposite it's side of town. <laughs> I was thinking it because of, yeah, the, the different parts of, you know, Korea where the, oh, the, yeah. and the poor live and so forth. And I was like, districts. Yeah. But it was really, really long to get into, <laughs> long in the tooth before it started going. This was directed by Yoon Sung Hyun. Uh, sorry if I'm butchering these Korean names. And uh, starring some up-and-comers, some some young people, there's Lee Jae-hoon, Ahn Jae-hong, Choi Woo-sik, and Park Jung-min. I don't know if anyone's seen uh, Parasite yet. No. Nope. No? Okay. Well, one of the guys is from Parasite. Yeah, I saw about 30 minutes of it, but I was watching a stolen copy and it was kept shuddering. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's the best way to watch anything nowadays. Yeah, stop. so I stopped. Yeah, no, that's fair <laughs> enough. What you had a crisis of conscience while you were watching? <laughs> yeah, it. Well, no, I'm, I'm sure if it was, I'm sure if it was playing correctly, I would have continued, but it, it stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought that the goods that you received were just not up to the quality that you paid for it. That's correct. <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this movie basically? It's the tale of three point four people. Who decide to rob something and they get hunted down? Three point four. That's harsh. Well, technically, the fourth guy wasn't wasn't really part of the. He was a friend of theirs. That's what. That's exactly right. He's in there for about three seconds. Although he does make some dead person cameos fairly well. So. Oh yeah, that's something I really couldn't stand about this film. But no, I, I think let's get all dramatic. Was, it had a, a certain thing to it that. Um, you say I, that I about a lot of films. Yeah, because you like to pass through it really quick. I don't think you really understand what this guy was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't get metaphor. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good. Can, thing. I, can I get the bingo sheet out, please? I want to <laughs> ask everybody something. This is something that I notice in this film and in Blue Spring and a few other these, you know, these uh, disenfranchised coming of age movies. There's no coming of age in this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just let me finish my thought. <laughs> All right. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you and maybe one or two of your mates are sitting around talking about how hard life is and how we just got to get out of here and having that level of a DNM with someone? I've what? had DNM, 
but never about we got it we got to get out of here man we got to get out everything's terrible but in their situation everything is pretty terrible so i'd want to get out yeah i guess maybe maybe we just me and me and me and christian have had some deeper meaningfuls in our time yeah but that was over voltron a time to hunt is tonight's movie Mm -hmm. nathan this was your idea yeah, we needed something on Netflix because we're still all isolating. So we didn't have much of a choice. It had to be on Netflix. <laughs> now, one of the concerns that uh, Rachel raised, Rachel, you said that you were concerned that maybe Nathan might not be happy because there's not that much action in this. I was just like, uh, I kept seeing the the words like, was it like slow <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah, I thought maybe Nathan Nathan normally doesn't like it when it's and it's slow to start, so I thought we might not like his own choice. Honestly, <laughs> his own choice. <laughs> Honestly, this movie is not that Mike said earlier that it took took a little bit of time for this movie to get going, but I actually didn't feel that way. I like I kind of enjoyed all the like the heist prep. Like yeah, I enjoy that kind of thing. So really there was only about ten minutes at the beginning where it's setting up that it's a dystopian future and that dude's just out of prison and they go out and have a bit of a drink and they find out their last like score isn't worth anything because of an interesting thing, mega inflation, hyperinflation. I thought that was kind of funny. You know what? The, <laughs> the dystopian part, I was thinking, because they don't really uh, do too much to make it dystopian, but I saw like the uh, the billboards, the electronic billboards and stuff and signs on the walls, and I thought, do they have that in Korea? LG, yeah, they have that in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> like hologram billboards on the walls, and I thought... They got good technology there. They got really fast Starcraft, so maybe they do have those kind of billboards there. <laughs> I just also want to point out very early in the film, they uh, essentially rip off Portishead with their opening music. It's like a tinny, shittier version of one of Portishead's songs, you know, their most famous one, without lyrics. Now, why is that? What, what are they evoking with that? Uh, I don't know, but Portishead are kind of like a trip-hoppy, sort of jazzy noir sort of thing. But all right, I've, I've I, listened to a bit of Portishead, and they're not jazzy at all. I, uh, all right, okay, Christian, let's move on. <laughs> I've got nothing to say either. Yeah, Portishead are like the Mary Sue of the rock band <laughs> of the world. Uh, Nathan, I, I was interested. Uh, why did you choose this film? Was it just something that came to you? Literally, you heard about literally saw the tr- saw the trailer. Knew we all had Netflix. Knew we needed a movie. We were kind of running out of things we could watch. With we're kind of running out of things we can just watch on Netflix. Like we could. I don't know. Like me and Michael were talking at work, and we weren't sure what to do. So there you I, go, folks. Yeah, Asian literally, Asian cast, not picky. <laughs> not picky. <laughs> and who can be picky in this time of COVID? If you're Asian and you're a movie, you have a chance with the Asian action cast. We're not picky. No. We don't even need to be drunk. No. <laughs> Well, we were half considering watching um, Cinderella, so <laughs> there you what? go. Cinderella? <laughs> no, that's, yeah, the second um, that's Journey the second to one Worth of one. Yeah. Journey to Worth. Oh, right, right. right. I thought, yes, Cinderella, get you now. Or another Donnie movie. <laughs> no. And then we said no. At some, at some, yeah. at wanna... some point, he just sold his entire back catalogue to Netflix, didn't he? Donnie Yen? Yeah. There sure is a lot of Donnie Yen there, apart from yes, Jackie like, Chan. We could, yeah. have, we could have watched one of 89 Ip Man movies. He is the most recognizable martial artist in the West, though. That's really just, just sad to me. So let's not be sad any longer, and let's talk about this great film, Time to Hunt. <laughs> this is a great film. Yeah, I did, I did like it in the end. 
Yeah, I well, after finished watching it, or well, because I guess it? I guess for me the first half was quite slow, and I was sort of like mm. stuffing around and making dinner and making bulgogi oh. beef in in honor of this film. before i really got into it more and then yeah it took me a while to get into it too i liked it i liked the heist bit i liked them planning it um and that kept me invested for that little bit i didn't they kind of lost me when they like did the heist and then they decided let's slow everything in down and really make sure that the bad guys can find me i think it's really important that we slow it down and, and let the terminator get us um, that, that was so, a lot of inspiration for Terminator in this. Let's call it homage. Homage. <laughs> I actually think this, should we should we go through the plot? Should we go through the plot beats? I actually think yeah, this yeah, also yeah. takes a lot of homage from um, uh, what did I say it was? Uh, Judgment Night. You keep saying that, Christian. I, I, I think <laughs> I think I think you might I think you might be overselling how many people may have watched Judgment Night. I think it was four people and. There are three of them are listening to this podcast, and I think it was actually Judgment Day. It was terminated to Judgment Day. <laughs> Judgment Night is a, is a film with, uh, but I hate you. Um, <laughs> Can you take me off that telly because I haven't watched that movie? <laughs> you have. We we no, have definitely no. watched that movie together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, we have. I'm 100 percent certain. Great soundtrack. Although we can blame Limp Bizkit directly on that soundtrack. So I don't know if it's great in the long term. Oh, that movie. (laughs) This is why I can't have nice things. (laughs) You called it nice? What? All right, Mikey, do you want to do the plot? Yeah, the plot. Yeah, yeah. I I was going to get there, but I was just going to say, did it have this half sort of recognition or... or, um, were you thinking? I was thinking GTA when they were doing their their prep that's, for the heist. That's just because we've been we spent it a lot. so much. <laughs> that's because we spent so much time prepping heists in GTA. That's that's on me and you and everybody else. Anyway, yeah. Continuing on with the plot, though, Mike. Go on, go on. Give us the lowdown. <laughs> okay, so um, tracksuit man. I can't remember his Jacques whatever his name was. Um, so he's in. In uh, oh, we we open with two girls, two girls, two girls. <laughs> we open with me and Mike tonight. arguing in a in a convenience shop about how I'm stretching out his fat guy, t-shirt guy. because I'm a fat guy. Yeah, stretching out the shirt, uh, and then they end up going to a prison and picking up their friend who's obviously just got out of doing some time. And I actually, before we go on, I actually thought that beginning scene where they were talking was them like because when I read the when I first clicked on this on Netflix, the synopsis came up about quick thing on it and i'm just like i thought they were going to rob the place because it said they were like you know thieves oh you mean like the convenience store yeah i thought because they were just station yeah they were just like talking shit to each other to try and distract the um the girl behind the counter and then like pull a gun on her or something (laughs) what's so funny about that i didn't think that that, i suppose and yeah. Uh, I mean, I, oh, I, my God, wow. We've all said like a whole bunch of movies that it evokes and yeah, different scenes were evoking different. Lo- I was picturing Kevin Smith in my head, like, you know, the back and forth crap that two friends talk about in his yeah, I, and gut. Yeah, they talk shit, yeah. It's, yeah, I think they were talking shit. shit. I think they were going for like a Reservoir Dubs, Dogs, Pulp Fiction-y kind of, we're having a conversation yeah. here. But that was completely lost because I will say something kind of negative about this film right now. I don't think the subtitles were very good. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they Seems were they were per- I don't know. They were perfect they were perfectly readable and I could follow what was going on. 
but there were some times where it would. I'm not necessarily. None of us um, know Korean, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know if they're accurate or not. I just know that sometimes they would, they would be a bit, like they would lose a little bit of subtlety. Like they would say, "Go, go there," rather than like sort of like it was hard to hard to explain. Like instead of having like a plural or shortened like to that, it would be that is that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was no, a bit. I know what you mean? More literal. Kind of, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe very, very like, literal. Literally, yeah, literal. Yeah, maybe they were maybe they were talking about how how the the whop is called the royale, or the quarter pound is called the royale, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they they just didn't bother. Maybe 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 they were doing that kind of shit during this whole film, and we were just not getting it because there were a lot of I guess all the nuance. Yeah, there was a lot of times where they were just talking about stuff that I really couldn't give a fuck about. <laughs> Well, that was the plot anyway. No, no. Um, anyway, back to the plot points, and I'll I'll just skip through this quite quick because I think there's not much to it. I don't think you know how or know what those words mean, Mike. Mm, well, maybe. But so anyway, pick up pick up where we left off. So he went to jail. Obviously, uh, tried and true trope on behalf of the friends to help them get away or whatever. So they owe a debt to him. He's uh, making some friends on the inside. Apparently, jail's like the place to meet people. So he's... Uh, you meet other criminals bodies. in jail. You wouldn't read about that. You really wouldn't. Yeah. Well, you know, who you, he's got a new plan that he wants to go away to uh, an island or Taiwan. Whatever. In Taiwan. Taiwan, for some reason. They have to give and... the protagonist some kind of goal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And he needs some money. So, firstly, he asks about, uh, or they do like a, this is the only real point where it goes to dystopian as much when they start to explain what happened to the money from the heist that I went to jail from. Oh, well, um, we don't really use money anymore, cash. So, everything. It's a barter system. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's only uh, in jail for like three years and then the whole career's just gone to shit. And and then IMF is like, they owe IMF like billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, so yeah, they, they play they, that on the radio in the background to try and make it like, you know. Add and every now and then they'll have some bad scenes of like, um, protesting, like workers like. protesting, and like, like, and it's it's almost shot montagey in a lot of times. Like they'll drive past some people holding a sign in like a kind of a half-assed way. Lots of homeless yeah, too. They talk about devaluation of the Korean one, which is the uh, the Korean currency. Actually, so there's the a. New, the, cur- sorry, you were saying, sir? That's right, you go, Chris. My joke's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um, my bad, my bad. Um, just going to say that beginning scene where they, they walk out of the shop and the, it does this, the camera does this pan around and shows you what the, the what Korea looks like. And it's it's really. It really didn't set that. I thought this movie was going to be bad the moment I saw that. I'm glad I was pleasantly it's, surprised, but it's very cheap what do you looking. Mean? Uh, yeah, very cheap looking. I just it was very cheap the, looking. This this oh, is really? the movie. If you no, <laughs> it's like the director's like second feature film, so I don't expect he had a lot of budget on him anyway. So some pretty awesome like sweeping shots of the cityscapes and you know like tracking shots. I, I thought technically it was reasonably well done and the cinematography was pretty. Oh yeah, well, the, like the, the, the camera worked the... fine, but it doesn't help if your buildings look like they were made distressed seven minutes ago. Oh, well, see, I watched it on a phone, so I couldn't see that. 
Okay. Man, it's fine. It just looks like some part of like uh, Northbridge or something like that, you know, after yeah. someone's trashed the place. I, I watched it's it on a 4K. Graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it on my 4K TV. I was fine with most of it, um, it just except the, um, the the beginning sweeping shot. It just looked – it didn't look real. It just looked like CGI'd it. Oh, yeah. The there was definitely was a lot of bad CG too. But, yeah. What'd you guys I, do? yeah, I guess they just use a normal street and that, that's what they could don't do with it anyway. So Yeah. So they get their dude out, their bro. He's definitely the leader. He's the mo of the group. So John Sook yeah. is the leader guy. <laughs> so, so he gets out of prison. He's obviously the leader of the group. Because later on they talk about the fact that uh, the two guys are talking about like he, he fills him in on this one big score he wants to do before he tries to get out again, right? Which is what he did, tried to do the last time. Um, and the other guys are like, well, he's been in prison for three years and what have we been doing? Fucking nothing. We're still kicking it. So we may as well give it a go, right? Yeah, um, he wants to rob an actual gambling den run by criminals. And before yeah. they'd only knocked over like a small time thing. Yeah. But the the master plan was... Last time we, we robbed a legit business and the cops got involved. This time we'll rob crooks because then they can't call the cops. Oh, oh but how wrong they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, so he gets them on board. It's There's a nice, there's a bit of a nice scene where they all sort of, they go to a bar and they're all drinking and they're all happy he's out. And then, and then they explain that the money that they stole before is worth nothing now. And that's where he decides to come up with the new plan, I guess. Well, he said he already had the plan, but why would he need the plan if he didn't know the money was bad? I don't know. Let's just overlook that plot hole. Um, Does anybody think that hip-hop is out of place in this movie? Or do you, do you think that it kind of fits in, especially at this club? I think it's fine. They're, they're like street hoodlums. I feel like I'm back in 2000 or something, well, that's, though. That's what I think of when I think of dystopian. I feel like, like Korea is obsessed with, like, US culture anyway. And so, like, the, the you know, the street urchins, the, you know, the underground kids or something are into it. They're really into stussy, too. And that and poking, uh, stick and poke tattoos and stuff like that. And, 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 and LG stuff. They're really into that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Were they all Samsung phones? I think they were. Yeah, were no they Samsung LG in this, in this? I thought they were all LG so. phones. I think so. Ah. I just, I did, I, the reason I bring up Stussy a, a, a couple of times is because there's at least three bits of clothing that have Stussy on them and they're very prominent. And we're now sponsored by Stussy. Thank you, Stussy. Free up as well. Oh, fucking a wish. Oh, <laughs> they can, <laughs> never work again if Stussy got involved. They're in Kmart. <laughs> it's. it's it's kind of ironic that they have LG phones and LG stuff everywhere because life's not good. Life's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he let let's cut to the chase. He gets all these guys. He gets his old crew involved. He's got he's got his rotund man. We'll call him. Uh, who was the fat Three Stooges? Was that her? Jang Ho is the fat guy. Yeah. So he's oh, curly. Right? Like fake names. Or are we going to use the actual names? Use actual names, please. <laughs> Jang Ho is the fat guy. Ki Hoon is the uh, guy from Parasite. So he's, he's Larry. Looking guy that he's the boy he's band <laughs> member. <laughs> Larry. Then you got Mo, who's the leader, and then you got Shep, that guy who's there for about seven seconds. You got the four students. Who's got this yeah. weird um, blonde hair on top of brown hair going on? Yeah, home hair dye job. What will you be doing in Corona times? It's the streets. He can't afford good hair colors. He can't. He can't afford good good barbery. 
So, um, oh, but his hair is perfectly styled. It's just badly coloured. I like how it says they recruit him. They don't recruit him. They threaten him because he owes money. Yeah, they kind of beat him into it. Um, but he seems like he was one of the crew at some point or another. Like, he's working at the casino. He's working at the illegal casino. And he's like, all right. It, they essentially bully, bully him into helping them rob the place because he knows the place. And then there's a really great scene of them organizing how they're going to do it. We'll get in from the roof and we'll do this stuff and we'll take the security tapes. And it's great. It, well, it's pretty good. I thought it was I really stupid great. how they were walking around taking photos with their of cameras of the cameras. Yeah, yeah. I cameras that was a really dumb cameras idea. don't don't you understand? Cameras only work during the night time. During the day, it's fine. You could just walk around. They they're not on. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're only on when people are in the building. I never going to look at that footage. It was really stupid, and the fact that they go into the club and he's just sitting there staring around at like, where are the guards? Where are the cameras? You know, this is a uh, you know, big guys yeah, doing that, and, and yeah, it, it seems gaming table it seemed kind of bullshit. At but at the same time, there was one one bit I really liked, which is when they finally do decide to do it, they. They jump in through a window and there's conveniently some crates stacked there for them to get on easily down so no one hurts themselves. <laughs> but after that, they he really has a hard time psyching himself up to shoot the lock off the door. He's like, if it, that's there's a good 30 seconds there where he's like, mm, am I going to take this shot or am I not? And everybody starts to freak out and everybody looks panicked as hell. Like, we could still turn around. Yeah, we could yeah. still walk out of here and not have this happen. But they go ahead. The acting in this movie was actually really good. I really. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say really good. I'd say it's pretty good. So I think, <laughs> okay. I think there's the a main, little bit. Of, there's a little bit we're missing here. The, the reason they're going seven. to to knock this bank off is because while I was in jail, he bank. met his, his his cellmate said, "If you go to this place, <laughs> casino, what? casino is a bank now." <laughs> it's got a bank in it. Anyway, they said that if you do it's this, got a vault we'll, um, in it, yeah. or a safe. Anyway, it's a cupboard with a lock. Let's face it. Anyway, anyway, back to Voltron. Um, <laughs> you mean Voltron? Oh, I'm sorry. Yours is the uh, everyone gets a trophy Voltron. You know, um, because yep. that we the line force can do it with five, and they said let's do that with five, and everyone said no. I want to be. I want to be part of Voltron. Okay, you get to be a shin. What about me? You're the elbow. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, no one's concentrating on the fucking film. Christian cannot let go that. Fucking, he likes the kitty cat pussy Voltron. All right, you like the pussy Voltron, Christian. That's okay. Oh, Everybody sorry, has. You want to be an elbow or a shin? Oh, I want to be part man, of it too. I just want more toys, man. Mate, you copied the original, me. and it wasn't even that good. More toys for me. <laughs> anyway, disappeared or something. I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> it's I thought I was on the Asian action cast, not the goddamn toy Voltron cast. <laughs> it could be. That could be a side project. You know you want to do it. So can I continue or do you want to keep talking about vaults? i got jokes for days. Don't you dare click at me, Sam. I swear to God I will download this and listen to it. All right, so they're robbing a bank. They, they robbed the shit out of this bank, man. The tellers are freaking out. Oh, the bank. The old, the old guard that's freaked out when they first jump in. He's like, mm, I'm just about to get retirement. And now oh, they pull that gun and smack him in the head. I've seen those vault movies, those, those bank house movies a million times. No. <laughs> so, so they rob this place. And, you know, they get the old, you know who we are at some point. And they're all yeah, like, why are, they the place, why are they robbing the place, Nathan? Why are they robbing the place? Because they want money. Why do they want the money, though? I don't really know. 
Well, the reason they want the money is because his cellmate told him that he could sell him a shop very cheap if they get the money and go to Thailand. Taiwan. Thailand, Taiwan. <laughs> I know I watched part of this movie and I was awake for I most of it. I want to go right? to Thailand, but it's Taiwan. <laughs> I, I know that, Christian. It, I just don't think, I don't think it really matters. Well, why would you go and rob a place without any – you just don't go, oh, we want money. Money for what? It's an integral part of the plot. It's the only thing we take seriously here. <laughs> his dream his dream to see the different coloured water in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what we're that's what we're taking away from we're this. We're trying film. to establish why he wants to do it. He's a he's a man who's been in jail for three years. He wants to go straight. The first thing he has to do is rob, he rob just, a He bank. never said he wants to go straight. He never wanted to go straight. Christian, you you could have just said he needs money for a better life. The end. Korea's in a pretty bad place, so I can see why they just want to. He wants money for a better life, but we'll completely ignore the plot. Spoiler alert: He makes it to Taiwan, and the clouds are beautiful, and the sky is blue, unlike the yellow fucking tint that Korea has. I don't know what happened in Korea, but it made the sky yellow. I reckon Skynet was in Skynet was a Korean invention. <laughs> the lighting in this film is really cool. It's just like all artificial lighting. I don't, I don't know how they did it, but yeah, yeah. Even when, even, it, even, when they're during, even during the day when the skies are blue, it's artificial lighting. It's all artificial, <laughs> and everything's really dark as well. So, especially during the day. <laughs> I think the only thing, the only bit that's not like that is when they go and visit his family and they're near the beach, but that's still overcast and grey. Um, but I think that's yeah. supposed to like give you like oh this is sort of country homish because they make a point that it's like the country out there, which is is that the only time apart from, yeah is that the only time apart from in Taiwan where it feels a bit naturalistic? Oh no, there's a part where they're um they're doing some stuff prepping and it's daytime and they're fixing the car and all that stuff. All right, mm. okay. All right. all right. Anyway, moving so, on. So they've robbed this place. They've got their money and they're running. They're not really running though. One step. One step back, because it just feeds back into the plot. When they're doing all the prepping, he goes to a, another friend from jail who happens to be a g- arms dealer, and they get the weapons from him. Only reason I mention that is because that feeds... Yeah, it does come back later. Right. That is kind mm-hmm. of important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just want to say one thing. When they rob the uh, the bank, when they rob the casino... <laughs> now you're doing they, it. The, the, I know. <laughs> when they rob the casino, and then they, they trip the alarm, right? Why are the mooks that are protecting the place in a completely different building. They need to get into a car and drive there. Good question. I, I thought they were the backup guys because they already did have people on the floor. Yeah, they, they made a point of, of They made a point of eyeballing all of them while they really conspicuously looked at them all while they scoped the place out. There's six of them. So this is, this is the B team, the guys that have no clothes and they're just like, shit, we better go. But somehow, it's like, like the it's like when you get bosses. naked. It's like when you get naked at Disneyland, right? They've got security around, but you do that, and then all of a sudden the SWAT team arrives. The Disney SWAT team. That's <laughs> what those guys the boss, are. The boss guy on the floor when when they're shooting in the air says you you're dead or something. You 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 know they're gonna get you. Do you yeah, know so who it's like, we we're are. not gonna get you now, but we're gonna get you later. So just wait. So also yeah. Just also just just to like buy into the story a little bit just to buy into the movie a little bit it's possible that i as they probably have regular people that gamble there and they actually make a point that they've got vips and stuff would you really want 
50 gangbangers hanging out at the place that you also have people in suit and tie, you know? Wouldn't that on be a, a different floor? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, but I don't think that building, I don't know. I like like I wouldn't feel comfortable going into a gang den it's to be like a reputable party. place. That's right. It's like it's reputable like back alleys. It's, it's like all those places the bikers own in Perth, but the bikers don't hang out there. They get you later. <laughs> I'll get you later. Actually, that's a very good point you made there because the VIP thing does falter into the uh, into the main plot. Yes. I thought they were going to pull up in a bus and then <laughs> come screaming, <laughs> flipping, and then and then one of them was going to beat the them up. <laughs> and then um, then they'd probably walk around going like rah 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 rah, you know, like um, Japanese yakuza as they run around. <laughs> yeah. Just to no, bring actually, other tropes into it. Just yeah, and also just to go back to some of the acting in this this film, the, when they when they forced the the fourth member of the group to join up, he he acts like a hard man. That guy is not a fucking hard man. Like the main character, it looks like a stiff breeze could kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and what the hell's up with his short bowl haircut? Fuck, I don't get. That's yeah. a prison haircut. <laughs> Possibly, yeah, actually, it probably is because later on he doesn't Prison have the same haircut. haircut anymore. It's pretty, it's still pretty terrible. Makes but sense. Yeah, makes sense. Also, they give the, uh, another another production note is I think they're a bit heavy handed on the makeup. I don't know if it was just because again that I was watching it on a, a good TV and not on a phone. But what makeup? Was- <laughs> well, I reckon the only reason the main guy got the job is because he can sweat on cue. Oh, he can also cry on cue, which I thought was pretty incredible. Um, don't see that a lot in the Asian action cast is crying on command. Really got to think about that dead like, puppy. <laughs> Do you mean like the fake blood or? No, no, I'm talking literally about how much makeup these guys were wearing. Like, like there was a lot of, cause it was, there's a lot of emotional beats in this movie where it's got close-ups of faces and I could really see the powder. Like, wow. Like I could really see the powder and the lipstick. It wasn't. It wasn't like they were dressed. They weren't going for an effeminate look, but you could really notice it in their pores and it, or their, their covering of their pores, and it really kept annoying me. Like when I was watching, I was like, "It's like I'm watching someone on like a like a news reporter, and the lights are up too bright." Uh, and in the I watched it on like a Matchbox. Yeah, I, I, I only I only noticed that on like um, the. The effeminate one, Kihun, like when they had the side shot of the side of his face, like you could totally see the the lipstick the, the, and the concealer quite. Strong. Yeah, they did make his lips a little bit too red, um, but yeah. but as I noticed on the main his look, uh, well, it could have been. Let, let's be real; he could be going for that. Uh, but the main character, I noticed on the main character a lot when they would do close-ups of him, like sort of crying and stuff. So I don't know. It just kept taking me out of it because it does it does that with me when I'm watching women as well, like in high heels doing action sequences. I'm like, what do you change, woman? Wouldn't Take the, your shoes off. Wouldn't the the sweat would kind of um, like mask that up, right? When he's sweating balls, that would kind of cover up all that makeup. You'd hope so, but it doesn't really. Because the the time I noticed it the most was when his friend died and he started crying. He's, it, the chubby friend dies and he's crying. I'm like, oh, there's a line. There's a makeup yeah. line there. Maybe they didn't expect to be. Sorry, for me, it's like half and half. Because sometimes if someone's got giant zits and it's not being covered up, then it's really distracting. But then there's also like, if there is too much makeup, yeah. yeah. But so, it's also realistic in a way. Yeah, so so um, this movie, they do the heist, they escape. It all goes out, goes well, pretty pretty great. And I'm like, you got to get on a boat now, right, guys? 
you're going to just get right on that boat, huh? You're going to go now, right? Huh? And no, they just decide to hang around for days. I don't know why the fuck they didn't get the well, fuck out. Well, an integral but they plot point of this is that they steal the hard drives with their faces on it. Now, this is the reason they get chased in the first place, but that hard drive also has meetings of VIPs, which is why they end up getting the eye. It could be used for blackmail and a whole bunch of other shit, yeah. yeah. So the point is they thought no one would know it's them. They were out scot-free. They have time to do all the stuff they want to do. You know, they thought they'd won. They were young. They were impulsive. impulsive. They were like, we did this. We can do what we want. Thumb our nose at it. It's that arrogance. Can I add that it's plot point really away very fast? I'm just telling you this right now. If we ever pull a heist, we out that same day. All right? We out. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck the- are you going to go? Australia's big. Australia's <laughs> very large. Out. <laughs> Have it set up beforehand. I always remember that guy who stole the, the, the armored car that was full of like 20, 20, 30 million dollars in cash. He just never went home. He like he worked that plan for like months and months and then just never went home again. He just they, He just vanished. That's what you got to do. Really, now is a really bad time to do a heist in Australia because you can't even get out out of WA and you can't get out of the country. That's right. Change regions. The fact that we're going to a cashless society might help with that too. What do I need for a heist? A thumb drive. Let's go. Stick it up my butt. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> got my Bitcoin right here. Spend those brown got my Bitcoin. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I, it did, that really did take me take it out of me because I literally thought they had the whole thing organized. They're going to get the money and they get the hell out because there's no way in hell that they weren't going to figure out who it was. Well, no way. How could they? This the whole thing like, about the guy whole went plot. back to work. Well, they pretty got the easily. guy went back to work and then he went and saw the arms dealer. That's right, immediately. And he's like, man, it's a small town. You deal arms. Did you sell some guns? No, I don't like the way you look. I'm going to kill you. But this, yeah, the this whole- guy's great. He's the best part of this whole film. This the, guy. The, the, the gun guy? Yeah, Killer Han. Han, the psychopath, yeah. The Terminator, as we, as I like yeah. to affectionately mm-hmm. call him. Yeah. Because they, they even give him Terminator music when he's in the hospital. <laughs> he's got well, that... He kind of is. Yeah. That, like, you know that bit where he's, they're getting chased in Terminator 2? Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's so unemotional. He's so, like... Unstoppable. He's just never ending. I'm going to say this He's right now. It's BS. That, in the end, it's BS that he survived. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. I yeah. give you that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My my favorite bit with him was when he's like trying to plead with him, going, you know, I'll give you whatever you want. I'll give you the money back and whatever. And he's like, oh, I've already got that. <laughs> it's like that was a side thing. Like he must have already got the hard drives at some other point because at no point do they talk about them beyond the money. <laughs> No, no, no. He, yeah. he didn't get the money I just, at all. I, I just like killing people. He didn't get the money at all. No, yeah, he, they still got he the was money. after the hard drives in the first place, which was the plot point, but I gathered that they must have left them somewhere at the beginning. When well, they, were they didn't need them up. anymore. They knew who they exactly. were. That's right. So so he had already found them by that point. He was doing it for sport at that point. Guy. That's yeah. right. One of the best things that I liked about the film was when they were in that uh, that restaurant and... Uh, they call he calls Jun Suk's phone, and Jun Suk thinks it's his mate. Um, yeah, that was really good. I was, I was just about to mention that bit too. That's and then he calls him back, and he answers, and he's just sitting in the shadows. Ah, yeah. oh, that's good. Across the way, like just yeah. in the same restaurant, he could hear the phone ringing. That was creepy. And he does it twice. I did like the way that he played him up in the hospital though later on, just to to catch him out. Lots of subtle little points like this for the um the way they've built up the the characters. Like they go from 
oh, we've done this where, you know, we don't need to worry about anything to, oh, we're shit scared now. And then the little psychological games that the, the, the hitman plays and then like they have little games to try and beat him. It's, I really like the back and forth in there. Like it wasn't just like, you know, we're stupid. They actually use their brains in this. Not much, though. <laughs> no, no, they made some questionable decisions. They made some very questionable decisions. They, they were trying to play up the fear bit because you were thinking, if you were smart enough to make him look in the room with the the phone, wouldn't you set up a trap? Because you've all got you know heavy machine guns and shotguns and just get him in a crossfire or something. Yeah, man, I don't understand why they didn't just smoke him with with a fucking shotgun. They had two shotguns at some point. He was going into small rooms. Just not fucking lay him out. <laughs> not that no, smart. I understand. No, I know that. That they literally yeah. are like rabbits to him. I think that I think that comes across pretty strong, which is why it makes no sense at the end when well not at the very end, but like when they decide they've had enough and they start attacking him. Yeah. yeah. I don't really yeah. One thing that doesn't make any sense to me is when the uh, killer Han has Jun Suk dead to riots, like at the end of his rifle, and then he doesn't pull the trigger, he just goes, Ah, go on, get out of here. I'll give you a five minute head start. You know, yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. Well, it's just enjoying it so much that he just wants to do it all over again. Because that's the thing. He was crying in the beginning and then he was like, he, he sort of sucks it up and goes, all right, I'm going to face my de- death with dignity. And he's like, you he, could see, he's, he, they made a point to show the look on his face changing. Do you think he was just as impressed with his crying on cue? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think he was. I think he was like, wow, that's some good acting. We can't, we can't have this movie end right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a movie? <laughs> Break the third wall. <laughs> uh, hey, does anyone know what kind of gun Killer Han was using? Because it's pretty cool. It's uh, like it's an SMG. I know that much. Why? Why do you say that? I would have thought it'd be like. Uh, like I don't know okay. what it is. I don't know what it is. It's, 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 it's. I think it might actually be some kind of small tactical assault rifle. But who the fuck knows? Let me fire up uh, this... uh, Call of Duty, and I'll find out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I do love when, like, the bullet sounds when they hit walls and stuff. Like, it just sounded so meaty. All the gunshots sounded really good in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like the fact that everybody felt invincible a lot of the time, though. Like, yeah, because they're opening up in the middle of the street, just walking towards each other. Well, look, at yeah. the end of the day, like, I can understand that. They're wearing vests, and this guy's just, as far as we know, he's not. he hasn't got a John Wick invincible suit, but... You know, he's got the psychological. He definitely doesn't because we, we see him get shot. Yeah, that I was the other thing. Like, didn't, he get, didn't, didn't the guy wing him during that like secondary like fight sequence, shooting sequence? And that's why he ducks, under, ducks out around the corner. But later on, there's no hole in his jacket. <laughs> Maybe it's a new jacket. Yes, oh, yeah, he had time I, to I change. Did, I, yeah, in the, in the hallway, definitely he did. But I'd, I was kind of drawn out of it a little bit at the hospital. I was just going, okay, so you've got a guy shot. You're all wearing bulletproof vests going into a hospital and they're just like, yeah, yeah, you can just sit in that room and, and we'll take the bullets out. It's all good. And then no one's around in any of the wards at night time. I assume it's a haunted hotel and they've stumbled into a different movie. <laughs> yeah, Is this Scooby-Doo I- all of a sudden? Because <laughs> it really got like, you know, like the lighting change. Judge- yeah, the it lighting the change. the judgment day thing. Like, yeah, if they're in like a... a you know, a ward where they lock up people, then there wouldn't be that many people around, maybe. But, you know, a normal hospital where he's going to seek treatment, you would expect there to be lights on and people walking around all the time, 24 hours a day. It just doesn't happen that way. 
there's not really many people around in general, but yeah, that's the true. whole town. It's so such a populated country as well to just have no one around. I don't know, coronavirus. Well, I assume that they started eating children. <laughs> I thought <laughs> a coronavirus or, or my thing, uh, you know, a modest proposal because they, they lost so much money. Only babies are worth anything, so they eat them. <laughs> also, they ate the women because there's no, hardly any women here. That's right. I know, right? Like, what the hell is going to say that? There are hardly any women in this film except for, like, That's why I warned you it's a sausage oh, fest. Yeah. Oh, talk about sausage fest. Maybe that's why that guy was wearing lipstick, because all the other guys needed him to. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. I watched too much K-pop already, so. Like, like Ukrainian brides. You're forgetting at the bank, the teller who opened the vault was a female, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she was wearing a suit, though, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> oh, and there was a nurse. There was a nurse. Oh, that's right. It was a female doctor as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe maybe what I'm missing is boobies. <laughs> You've had a real thing with that, haven't you? God bless you. Boobies. <laughs> Hell yeah. You always want what you can't have. <laughs> the best. Around. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. Actually, speaking of boobies, I got a piece of trivia for you. Yeah, uh, I'm trying Bolo, to do it. Bolo Jung. <laughs> you know Bolo Jung, uh, Mr. Yeah. Booby? Personally, yep. yeah. His name, he changed his name to Bolo Jung after Enter the Dragon because that's what everyone knew him as. Oh, okay. What's his original name? He said his na- character's name in the movie, was it? Yeah, his character's name in the movie was Bolo Jung, but his actual name was not Bolo Jung. He changed it after Enter the Dragon because... That's what made it popular. I, I don't think that's what made Enter the Dragon popular. No, no, made him popular, <laughs> like Bolo Yoon. Yeah, I know. I know what you meant. I just thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> his actual Chinese name? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, big setup. It's lost now. to the sands of time. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. it's pronounced Ying. It's Bolo Ying. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah. Really? Oh no! That's what. Yeah, they're going to come that's for us. That's what the internet says. Well, that's what Wikipedia says. I'll change that. Are you sure? We'll deal with that when we get home. <laughs> Am I sure that's pronounced I'll, Ying? I'll pronounce it as what I would pronounce it as Young. Anyway, Young. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't that's know. how much Chinese. It says pronounce <laughs> Ying. What the fuck? <laughs> Go watch Enter the Dragon and see. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry for that aside, Nathan. So, so the the gang calls on their attack dog, which is the thing we've been intimating this whole time. Han, his name's Han, right? H A N. Han. Yeah, Han the Killer. Yeah. Han the Killer, got a few who is a, out there. is a who's apparently a corrupt cop. That's what we find out. Yep. Is he a cop? He's in a police cruiser. I wasn't sure if he was a cop. Oh, he's and not they, a cop. No, they intimate that he is a cop later on as well. It was okay. intimated, right. yeah. Sorry, I was going to say police are useless. <laughs> yeah, well, the poli- that's the other thing I was going to say when we were talking about the, ho- the hospital. Um, the police are only as useful as they are to the plot, if that makes sense. They never, they never are their own thing in this movie. They only ever appear when it's necessary, which is almost never. I think they only appear like holding back some protesters. Is that well, right? They, pick, yeah. um, they get they arrive at the hospital and, and arrest Han because they the guys. Oh yeah, they get do. That's him. exactly right. 
because the guys to get away from him, they steal a car and they're driving along and they don't realize it's a cop car. Yeah. No, they steal his car. Yeah. And they that, steal that's his when car. They go, it's a cop car. He's a cop. And then they're talking to him on the phone as well. And he says something like, about yeah. possibly being a cop at that point. Yeah. But then it's, it, it's driven home again at the very end when he's, when um, the hero has made it to like Taiwan and he's talking to that guy and the guy says, Oh yeah, that guy didn't die. His name's Han. And um, he used the police to fuck over the guy who sh- killed him. Fuck over the gang that killed him. Yeah. That tried to kill him. The twin brother of... Yeah, it gets a bit convoluted. This this plot has got a couple of bits that are like really kind of unnecessary to the the fran- frenetic kinetic movement. Because the, the, this movie feels like it's moving forward quite quickly sometimes. But then it just wants to stop dead and just tell you some dumb shit that doesn't matter. It was really like a point to set up another point right at the end. So, yeah, like, yeah. The, the arms dealer, he goes to see the arms dealer, ends up killing him, but just before he dies, he goes, I've got protection before he shoots him. And then it turns out the protection is he's actually related to some other gang people who then want Han dead for killing him. And, and they seem pretty they, rich. Yeah. They, and they I seem thought big. That they were, I thought that they were cops, or at least one of them was a cop as well, Dirty Cop. Because mm-hmm. if um, when he's taking the phone, they're kind of at the funeral or whatever, and he's wearing like a outfit that kind of looked like a cop uniform. Oh well, I read that the uh, his twin brother, the arms dealer's twin brother, is actually the police chief. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, so that's why when and when they came to the end and they were in the van and so forth, and he had all the the guys sort of looked like you know not so much criminal guys, but they were just like the cops with masks on their faces and stuff to do the take out Han kind of thing but then it didn't make sense to me as well at the point when it says and then he you know well it doesn't make sense to me because that dude's covered in fucking tats yeah yeah that's right maybe the police (laughs) of the future are like really it's just another gang like it's crackdown yeah yeah maybe (laughs) well they're allowed to have tats here now it's just not on the face essentially so Korea is pretty bad having tats still I think why? Well, three years so, time. I mean, they don't take you very kindly. If you do national service, you're not supposed to have tats. But they never had like a um, gang kind of thing like in Japan, right? Because you know, obviously, with tattoos in the yakuza, Korea never had something like that, did they? I, I don't think as much, but I think it's just a, a what do you call it? Like a social thing. Like they don't, they don't look <laughs> upon it kindly. Just like weed is really bad there. It's considered really bad. I'm pretty sure they're smoking weed as well in this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Thank isn't you, it? It looks like dupes to me. I don't know. Did you actually watch this movie or what? What? The, the, the rollies or something else? I don't I know. I thought they'd be rollies because you uh-huh. can't really buy cigarettes. I don't know. I can't tell the difference between a cigarette and like a, a weed or rat. Don't I? All right. All right. Wait. <laughs> so so let's just, let's so this movie boiling down is this guy Han chasing these guys for the next forty to forty five minutes. Right? They, he chases them through. Um, a hospital, he, he gets them in a car park. That's a pretty good scene. Uh, he gets them at a, like an abandoned apartment. office. Is it Because some of those rooms don't look like apartment, apartment rooms. Well, they did say, make the point of saying we're at the abandoned apartment near the harbour. So, Well, let's just say mixed use. Let's say mixed use. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe the people that live there have dummies because they like to like make their own clothes. 
What is yeah. the zoning of this apartment building? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> so he, so they, he get, they get chased, but there's a couple of bits in here that just slow everything down. They go at one point, the guys feel safe enough that they like the, before everything happens, they go visit um, the one guy who has pam- family. They visit them overnight. Um, and then they know at the next day they know bad things going on. That's where everything sort of kicks off. But at in this apartment complex too, everything slows the fuck down. Like, is there like no? Is it just not me? Is there like fifteen minutes here where nothing happens? It's tension building. It's where they have all their DNMs. They look into each other's eyes and just go, "Man, life is hard. You're hard. I'm hard. Let's do this." Yeah, but they don't really <laughs> they don't really talk about anything of value, do they? They're basically just. The whole point of the that scene is to establish a. Um, they think they've gotten away with it. They're you know they're having some like I did uh, you know I didn't think it was going to go through or you know we've already missed you. Rara. Thanks for letting us do this. And then the moment they start getting the calls and they start getting the like they know the guys are. That's when they go. Oh shit! Everything's gone to crap. Yeah, that that was the primary reason. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're they're waiting there. They're still. Waiting for the they're waiting for the night Taiwan. boat, right? Yeah, they're yeah. waiting for the boat. But basically, isn't it just so you can so some of the characters will, will depart, basically? Yeah, because we lose because we yeah. lose the close friend, not Fatty, at this point. Because he's the one who's got the parents. Yeah, so he go he realizes that his mum and dad are in trouble, and he goes to see them. But that's the last. We don't actually get a re- resolution to that. He just leaves. So he has an he has an argument. It's implied that he snuffs it. Yeah, I know which summary you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word for word. But, anyway. I mean, like it's heavily implied that he snuffs it. Rachel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't actually get to see what happens to him. But, but anyway. like the whole point of these guys not leaving straight away is because he wanted to see his parents one last time. What? But yeah, the, but he already the did the that. Mother, yeah, he, the mother he, he, rings he, up. And yep. then she's saying, "Don't worry, go on your trip." But then it's it's so forced that he thinks something's up. Yeah, and that that's why he has to leave. So I think he's because we don't. I know. thought he calls her because he calls using his friend's phone. He doesn't. His phone's out of battery, so he goes specifically goes and grabs his sleeping friend's phone to call his mum. There's actually either way. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, no, you're right. It's it's the right sequence. So they go to the visit. Initially, they go to visit him, uh, the parents to say goodbye because he's going to be going away to Taiwan with the guys, right? Yeah. And after that, they all get, you know, nearly killed, and they're waiting. He thinks he's going to die, so he wants to say goodbye to mum for last time. Rings her on the phone, then realizes, hey, something's not right there, so I have to go help her. So then he goes off to. And then he has an argument with the main character. That's right. Downstairs, and well, then that's the last time we ever see him, except for like in a weird thing in Taiwan. In, in Taiwan. The dream sequence, and, and then yeah. we get the effectively voiceover of, of the Taiwan guy telling him, you know, imp- heavily implying that he walked into an ambush and is dead. Yeah. Without outright yes. it. Yeah. So, so at that point, it's just uh, the main dude and, and the other guy, and then they he's downstairs and he realizes that the bad guys showed up. Yeah. Yeah, because his car's parked yeah. down there. Yeah. Hand, hand has arrived. And so there's some tense shit where there's there's a bit of a firefight in the hallways. Pretty sure, yeah, I'm right on that. And yeah. he yeah. throws a dummy. And Han. There's a really cool yeah, part. Yeah, and he throws a dummy. He, and yeah, like he he goes to like this is where they start using their brains and stuff like that. So they're not just being stupid people panicking, throwing their gun out the side like 
they see in every movie and just firing everything. It's um, you know, it's they actually he actually has to think about it because he's not, you know, you, you know, as you said, he's the brains, he's the mo. I feel like um, Han wasn't really following it up. You know, I take some shots. I nearly hit him. He dives into a room, and I just let him sit there for ten minutes before I actually go in and go. Hang on, should I follow up and shoot at him? Or well, whatever? this is the psychological battle that he's having. He's he's the best hitman they've got. So he's not going to go and do anything stupid. Well, no, he already had that. No, but he's also done stupid things this entire time. He's let them go at least twice. Well, I think the second time they stole his car, so it wasn't really. (laughs) But I mean, like the first time. He could have just killed the dude in that restaurant. He could have just iced him in the restaurant. Oh, that's true. I guess he. I guess he's like. There's so many times he could have killed them. Yeah, but Han never shoots first. <laughs> ah, I got there. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, only what in it? time. Only in time. There's a there's yep, bits yep. of this movie that I think, um, like, I don't. This this is something I think good as a wasted part. They try to establish how these guys are, like their personalities and stuff like that. The fat guy has this thing where he pretends to be asleep. They say I was just doing it to get attention. They say that later on he's doing it because he was actually lonely, and it's just like. Yes. But it's just like, it's. I don't know why they've they've put that in there. It's got, like, they put really- it in there so he can have that sad bit. Because someone someone thought it would be really great later on when that guy died and he didn't believe it. So he goes, you can you are you just joking joking? And then he can cry that one tear, that one solitary tear out of his eye. Because that's acting, goddammit. That's acting. That's <laughs> an that Christian, but that Christian's half right here because they didn't need the explan- <laughs> explanation at the beginning part. They could have just cut that off because he could have still just done that, you know, tell me you're pretending kind of thing. That doesn't need explanation anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so I know, I know, I know. I mean, I get they're trying to expand the characters and trying to flush them out that they're not just like generic thug A and generic, you know, ex-criminal B and shit like that. But, you know, it's a lot of this stuff just doesn't, gel it's not well i i was i was giving him too much credit i was thinking he was going to do like a play dead thing and then you know shoot him or something <laughs> from being on the ground you know doing i don't know man i saw him like riddled with bullets and i was like why are you even <laughs> I think he's dead. pretending dude's dead he's literally standing in a pool of his blood this is the <laughs> thing i don't scene. get about this movie though the bullets the bullets like is there such a bad thing in um in Korea now that bullets are like BBs because I'm pretty sure when he's on the ground and he, he gets shot about six times and he still manages to get him up and drag him into the other room before he dies. Remember, it's 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 the magic bulletproof vest in this movie. <laughs> it's the bulletproof vest in these movies are like amazing. They they stop bullets from entering your legs and your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right because your arm is the only thing that gets shot. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very, very, um, like, yeah, the people in this movie take a lot of bullets. They just do. They take a huge amount of bullets. Unless you're those two guys at the very beginning who are with the arms dealer who just seem to take, like, two little, like, shots and then they're, then they're dead. Well, they weren't wearing any bulletproof vests. That's, that's what they got. Right? Yeah. Also, yeah, it's just. The, the kill crew at the end as well with some well-placed headshots. Yeah. Which is why I'm very surprised why I wasn't able to kill the other two with some very well-placed headshots earlier on. Mm, this is true. But, you know, 
we'll let that slide. Maybe he, again, he was toying with them the whole time. Maybe he was toying with them, just missing them half the time as well. Maybe he was really dragging it out. Because he was never in really, really any danger from those those three dudes, the three main characters. No, not at all. Oh, towards the end, they were his towards downfall. the end, he was. Did you feel like the last like? Oh, no, even two, three he, his jacket even healed the bullet hole from earlier. He was never in yeah, his Terminator. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> C one thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like the last three minutes of it are like could a be different movie cut off? Yeah, it like. That I mean, the you mean the bits in you mean the bits in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah. Like beyond walking on the beach, end cut. Yeah, I, th- honestly, I don't I really jarring. I need to have the conversation about I, what happened to my friends. Do this. I didn't, should I go back? I didn't like the sequence at all because either no. like it's so bright for starters. I was like, are we even looking at the same movie? Am I just watching someone's like holiday? In Taiwan or something like that. <laughs> Second unit director comes through with a completely different look. And then you get to see the um, palm tree tattoo on his arm. Because I don't think you can see it in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Oh, I did he get his palm tree tattoo when he got there? He's wearing no, a hoodie. I think he had it the whole time. Yeah, so you can't see it. That's the whole it. point so of this movie. In Taiwan because now he's got a short sleeve shirt. I think it would have been so... <laughs> fucking whole point yeah, of this I, I... is the fact that he went to a place and it was paradise. It was everything. Yeah, but you don't need to show it. You don't need to do that. You just need to. You, what they should have done is when 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 the when it changes when it's on that boat when it changes to like a light blue color and then you see him on the beach with his feet in the water. I thought that's where the movie should mm-hmm. have ended, and it felt like it yeah. it was going to end there, and then it just fucking kept going for no reason. Yeah, I feel like it was a cop out. I just feel like that's, that's too much. <laughs> you completely misunderstood. The reason that he's done that is because he's got paradise he's got everything he always wanted but he's realized he's going to give it up because he's always going to be living in fear because he knows that that guy's still alive so instead of getting there and going staying here and living out he's like he's going to face his fears and go after him giving up paradise giving everything he's always wanted giving up the whole thing that he got there in the first place for yeah but we're not going to get a sequel so none of that matters that's just money for a sequel that doesn't that's yeah well that that was the point it was it was kind of like trying to add the the title to it at the end of the movie you know the whole thing about the hunt of of him hunting them that was kind of like the b plot of the movie as such because the a plot is more about him and his journey and where he's trying to get to so the the hunt part they it felt like me right at the end they're trying to add more reason for it to be called time to hunt rather than just you know a crazy guy trying to kill them at, at one point in the movie. It felt like trying to make more of that than it really needed to be. It didn't need to be that. It could have just been, I went through some bad shit, then I got out of it. Yeah, I've got some scars. But is this one of those movies where it's like, it's called something else in Korea, but for the uh, English release, it was changed to this? You mean in Korea, it's called like Frosted Tips or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> what if I put it through uh, Google Translate? What would it tell me that it actually means? I don't know. So, anyway, it's like it's like they watch. It's it's I don't know. It's, hunting it's, time. It's, there you go. Hunting. <laughs> hunting. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That sounds fun. Hunting time. Um, yeah, I just that the end bothered me a little bit. Wasted. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't see that you need to set that up at all. I I feel like by doing that you it messes everything up. Or alternatively, you, you do do that. Me. Well, it's just a lot there of endings. Go. Just a lot of endings, one on top of the other, like. 
If it felt long to me because the first part felt long to me. I know, I know you liked. I I didn't mind the prep stuff. I just felt the setup, and then there were bits in between that were just too long, and then adding the long bit at the end made it even more long for me. I felt like there was a good twenty five minutes that you could cut out of it and make it really sharp. Well, you could have you could have made a. You could have made a far more interesting film, I think, if you don't have that guy going back to his parents to slow everything down. You have the, you have him on their tail All straight away. Time. Yeah, you have you have the 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 bad guy on their tail straight away, and you have the third part, the third dude, shooting them up in that bit where they're all getting shot up. Why does he not have to be there? Why does he have to be there? It doesn't make any difference to to the emotional resonance of the film. I couldn't get really invested because everybody is a jerk. The main guy is a dick. Like it's oh, yeah. his fault that everything happened, and everyone else kind of followed him, and then they all obviously paid the price for following him because he had stupid. And ideas. that's why he gets yeah. there in the end and does his uh, redemption by going back and facing him. There is no redemption. Well, there's no sequel that we know of yet, so. No, but there's, there's no redemption for him. He's just a dick. <laughs> he can't bring him back to life. But if he kills the guy that killed him, there's, there's a little bit of his soul back. That's why that's how no, he doesn't. He gets no soul back. It's like half the revenge. movies we watch are based on quote unquote revenge. What are you going to do? Yeah, but you can't make revenge into redemption. It depends on what your cause is. Half the- but what if John Sock is just like a product of his circumstances? This is who he ends up being because Korea is so fucked up, and then there's nothing you can do there, and no, and everyone's poor. Well, he got out of it, yeah. No, and because the IMF is has completely fucked up. You know Korea what? You know well. what? You know what would have been a better ending to this film? Either the thing where he's in the water and it goes up, he gets to live again, but he has to live with the the, the tortures of his past. Or B, that bit in his dream where that guy's in his fucking house and he kills him. That mm. would have been a better ending too. Both of those this, are better endings. Those dreams are really scary. So I would have liked to end with that in Taiwan or something. <laughs> yeah, just just that dude in his house. I found you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I put like um a was it an interview with a director through like Google Translate or something and apparently the first edit of this film was three hours long so oh god two hours fourteen isn't too bad so you can imagine maybe he's just too invested in his own film and couldn't really cut it past that. There's your sequel, Christian. It's on the floor. <laughs> it already exists. <laughs> The threesome between the three main characters was just not good in the focus. The romantic subplot had to get completely excised. (laughs) The soap land scene wasn't needed. (laughs) I wonder if they changed the ending because it just feels, it does feel tacked on. I I don't know. It could have been like that as well. The ending would probably make a lot more sense if if we saw the original cut and he managed to keep everything in it. I I think I would have fallen asleep by then. (laughs) Three hours. Mm. So there you go. Time to hunt. Makes no sense. It makes perfect. Can we? I didn't want to hit. I didn't want to hit on a couple of things because we usually go a bit more in depth in the in the fight sequences. This movie has no kung fu flips. This movie is all shooty shooty bang bang, um, and for the most part, it's not great. Like for the, it sounds the the gun sounds are weighty. They feel like they hit, apart from the fact that they take a lot of bullets to kill people. Um, but they're not moving around very much. They're not John wicking it or. Like they're not, they're not, they're not even like um, they're not even. It's a gritty, realistic sort tone of to this. So, so you saying, of. Nathan? There's not enough action for you. 
No, no, that, that was fine. I was I was totally okay with the amount of because sh- because it did feel very the, the it felt weighty. Like the shots felt really mm. really weighty, um, but they didn't like. I kind of did buy the bad I, I, the the main characters. I kind of bought how bad they were at all of it, you know, because they weren't. Yeah, they, weren't they did sell they, that really well. Because they the weren't trying to this, flank or trying. do anything. No, no, no. They were terrible. Um, but then again, I thought the bad guy could have been better. But they give they auto, they give him an automatic out because he could have killed them at any time, and it's chosen not to the whole time. So maybe he's just choosing not to shoot them most of the time. Like <laughs> maybe. That's what I thought he was saying. Yeah, I think he was just playing with them the whole time. Yeah, because he kills like four or five of those like train shooters at the end of the film. Um, without you know, he gets pretty fucked up by the end of it. But he seems to have no problem headshotting people with pistols and shit from quite far away. Yeah, you know, still he, going on. well, he, yeah. So he, he still, probably sees this this opportunity as like here's a bunch of kids that have no idea what they're doing. Let's they're just, scared shitless, and that's let's why it's Jason these motherfuckers. Let's Michael Myers these dudes. I'm just going to fuck with them for like, fuck with them tonight. Is this the first shooty shooty movie we've done? Uh, I feel like we've done one that has a lot of shooting and um, kung fu in it. Like, you know, what about um, what about that John Woo movie we watched? Uh, the war oh, movie. Um, oh, that's right. What, Hero there's a lot of sh- yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of shooting in that. But there's also some fighting, fisticuffs, but mainly shooting. Yeah. And boobies. Oh yeah. <laughs> again, again, not needed in that film. Kind of an added scene, and we know it's an added scene. <laughs> it was <laughs> so bland scene. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so not that many action scenes to kind of pick apart, and they were all kind of no. shooty shooty. No, no how ha- the corridors. Yeah. No hell to the stunt man, really. Nothing really necessary there. Um, the, this is, the this is a more realistic action movie. It's trying to be a more gritty, realistic action movie um, with guys who, you know, one guy basically has shot a gun before. He tells the other guys how to do it. They pull a heist, which they probably shouldn't have got away with. Um, they're chased by a train killer. That in the end, they finally get... He seems to be pay- playing with them. Yeah. You know, and it's all in all, it's just a guy who's, you know, he's done his thing. He's chased them all. They're fought back at the last minute. There's nothing much they can do. They one of them dies. We don't we don't really know what happens to the other one. He goes back, has his deeper meaning for himself, and goes after him because he finds out the guy's still alive. Do we do we know he goes after him? Yeah, he comes back. That's what he says. Because that's what he, he says. says. He says that's what he because Han takes about nineteen fucking bullets to the leg, to the chest, to the arm. He falls in the river and he lives. And they say that he's and bad. he has enough. He, yeah, and he and they say he had enough wherewithal to fuck over that whole crew. They say the other guy's things in a shambles. Yeah, I did like it when he got shot in the leg and it, he stumbles because he's been <laughs> shot in the leg. I love that kind of shit because I'm sadistic. At acting, <laughs> he's I'm good. an actor. <laughs> he's a good actor. So, having seen this film, is there anything in the film that you would like to do at home or do do this at home? Pose for a group photo with guns. <laughs> <laughs> with your shotgun pointed at somebody's head. <laughs> I don't know how to hold it, but I live here am I with guns. Next time we go to Vegas, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rachel, Nathan. Uh, um, is there anything I'd like to do in this movie? Um, no, no, not really. Um, it all seems pretty depressing and sad. <laughs> 
So not live in Korea is what you would choose to take away from or this dystopian. Well, not live in this dystopian Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I think. Um, I think um, like how they get their guns is you know like I'd be you know cool to um be able to actually run and do a heist like that, but I'd be scared shitless. Um. Again, if we ever do a heist, we're not we're not sticking around town. We're out. Bing, bang, boom. We're done. We're never coming we home. Should, we should organize a heist. We should organize. When are you playing GTA next? Okay, I, I take it back. There is one thing I'd like to do in this film. Organize a heist. But everybody in the whole world wants to organize at least one heist. <laughs> Mikey? Yeah, nah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing? Not nothing. a one. Not oh. a one. It was all oh. like I was. I almost fell asleep. Oh, wow. Admittedly, I was watching it on my bed, which I don't normally do because I just needed the TV in my room because <laughs> the kids were using the other TVs. But at the same time, I was like, "Oh God, hurry up and get to the shooting!" And I almost it could have it could have done. I really could have done with uh, rather than a cat and mouse, um, like rather than a cat and mouse, like gunfight in the middle somewhere. It should have had a big one like the end sequence. With multiple guys trying to kill that dude, um, like they could yeah, have had him fighting a cop. That's that's what that's what they do with the Terminator, right? They know that they need to do that, so they put that police station scene in the middle of the, the original Terminator. Like they know that the the heroes can't fight the Terminator, but they need to put something else in front of him. They should. They yeah. needed to have something like that happen in the middle. Like he needed to piss off. Like you know how that group of bad guys at the end take him out. They needed, they yeah. needed, you know, have, and there, w- there was that phone call that was saying, oh, we know where he is. And they was like, we can take him now. He's like, no, I want to do it myself. There should have been a scene where those goods go, fuck him, we need to take him now. And like somewhere in the middle there. And I think that would have made the movie a lot better. That goes completely, yeah. completely against the whole premise of this movie, though. This wasn't Terminator. What are you talking about? The whole movie. This- it was Terminator. They- the movie is fucking Terminator, Christian. <laughs> it, it's a guy hunting other guys. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. got it, it, having him go and wipe these guys. They out. even use the music. They even use the music. I'm not saying it didn't pay homage and it didn't have that Terminator feel to it, but the whole premise of this movie is this one guy is hunting these three three or four other guys, depending on you want to see. The whole point of mm-hmm. this is he is a, it's a supposedly a little bit psychological, a little bit atmospheric of this guy hunting these other two. The whole point. Yep. And then the guy at the end goes, I'll be back, and goes back to Korea. <laughs> In his Linda Hamilton outfit as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally thinking that. He did, he did get in a leather jacket at the very end, didn't he? With the yeah. hat. <laughs> Help. He could have made the ending like the halfway point of the film, and then the rest yes. would just be a shootout between two of them. Two yes. movies in one. Again, it's you, you're missing the point of this film. What's the point no, of the film? No, I, it, you keep saying I, I it's you get... keep saying it's about this one dude who hunts these three three or four dudes. That's what fucking Terminator is. The movie's not about Han. The movie is about what Jun Suk or whatever his name is getting away yeah, from it's, Han. It's not... yeah. Yes, getting away from the Terminator. That's exactly right. Han... Yeah, it. I, I don't. I don't begrudge the plot. is It's an interesting, well structured plot, etc., and executed fairly well. Could have been twenty five minutes shorter. Would have been better for me. 
but it's just me. I, I didn't, so for all I those future Korean directors it. out there, please make your films Michael proof, like like half That's an right. hour. Make and we'll it shorter because well, I don't I'm care gonna... for your. <laughs> I don't care for your. For your... <laughs> I, don't, I didn't. I just didn't really buy him. I didn't care for the main protagonist. I just. I was like, meh. Your life this sucked. Raised a really serious question for me, and that question was. Should I get neck and hand tats? And the answer is no, <laughs> man. Do not do it. If you, if you like some like, random shit r- written all over your hands and stuff, <laughs> oh, the, the, it would uh, kind of be cool for a day. Yeah, it's, so do, do it with some marker. Right yes. Do you do that in school? This is true. Just do that. <laughs> Mate, just do that. Oh, so shit. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up because we go for like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, and I think we've uh, we've really two hour fourteen minute mark. Can I just we've go back to what? And we've hit a new low. I just want. I don't want to go back to like when Michael said this movie could have been half an hour shorter. I completely agree with him. But that is actually something that happened with the as the second last Korean movie that we watched. Last Korean movie, The Villainess. Again, that had a yes. whole bunch of stuff that just. Why is this in here? Like, it's not that. I don't know. I think they think their their action movies need to also be dramas. Yes, it's cool. And they're Nobody not got hit that, by a car in this film, though. Or they, or they think their dramas need to be action movies, which also doesn't really work. I don't know. At least they, they do some bits well. Yeah, I think they just need to. That whole bit with the family, like going to see his mum and dad, like that just slowed everything down so much. Didn't need to be there at all. I just someone was like, "We need to have some some family stuff here. It's really important." Oh, let's slow everything <laughs> down then. I think for the second feature film by uh, what's his name, Yoon Sung Hyun, it's pretty. It's not bad. So it's, hopefully, it's pretty. Well you'll made. get a chance to make some more stuff. It, I don't so. train to be. I, still re- I, I would still recommend <laughs> definitely watching this film. I think it's fun. I don't think this is a film that um, the guy was. I don't think it was. It was that stuff was done to flesh the movie out, make it a certain time. I think it was done to actually flesh the characters out. Yeah, but they're yes. still so <laughs> crickets. Yeah. Crickets are going there. I'm sorry, Christian. No. <laughs> what do you mean no? no I, I agree with Christian. It was it was put in there to flesh the characters out. It just didn't really work for me. That's what I meant. It just not. Required. Oh, here we go. We're rolling dice now. It's time to go. <laughs> I haven't rolled any dice. I threw my, I threw my headset. I, I threw my headset down. I'm sorry. In disgust. <laughs> Even better. All right. If anybody right. would like to leave a comment on what they thought of Time to Hunt or what they thought of our podcast on Time to Hunt, oh, God. please get us AsianActionCast at gmail.com, AsianActionCast on Twitter, Facebook. While we're at it, one more thing before we go. Guys, guys on, if you're listening to this, let's end this argument once and for all, all right? Um, Voltron Force, vehicle or, vehicle or cat, put your vote down. If, and I'll sweeten the deal. Any any vote for the cat gets a prize, and any vote for the vehicle force gets spat on because you fucking should know better. <laughs> what? <laughs> spitting is a is a fence right now. No spitting. Oh. Oh, Thanks yeah, for true. listening. <laughs> <laughs> dang, 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 dang.